Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Day, did you talk to the FBI about the Hunter Biden laptop story prior to then or after that day? I, um, I'm trying to make sure I can answer this question consistent with the restrictions that I talked about in my opening. Simple statement. question. Did you yeah. talk to the FBI about the Hunter Biden story? I do. To the best of my recollection, I did not talk to the FBI about the Hunter Biden story uh, before that day. Did you talk to him after it? You said your, your, don't your response is real. Your response is real specific to the chairman. You said I did not talk to the FBI about the Hunter Biden laptop story that day. I assume that day is October 14th. I want to know if you talked to him on the 13th or before, or if you talked to him on the 15th and after. I don't recall speaking to the FBI sitting here today. I don't recall speaking to the FBI at all about the Hunter Biden matter. Well, then why did you answer? Why did you answer it the way you did? I beg your pardon. Uh, I you back there. <laughs> oh boy, that didn't go well. For that dude, that was, uh, of course, Jim Baker, FBI, who was in Twitter and doesn't recall asking his agency about Hunter Biden's laptop at all. Can't answer if he talked with the FBI about the laptop, doesn't know anything really about it. And he was he's general counsel of Twitter. Jim Baker is, but he was previously of FBI. Welcome back to the program. Bottom of this third hour. And that's been some of the oversight hearing that's been taking place. Uh, that uh, was obviously Representative Jim Jordan, who's chair there of oversight. And he was asking uh, this is from earlier. This is in this morning. And the it's weird because Baker had said that there was, and this is from Politico, that there was no there there in terms of how he handled the laptop as Twitter's top lawyer, which is because that's been, these are the Twitter hearings and people want to know about this laptop story because Twitter was actively censoring this. They were calling it misinformation, Russian misinformation. And so the whole purpose of, excuse me, the hearing today centers around that whole October 2020 incident with the New York Post story being completely suppressed and the story covering all of the, the contents that were coming out from the laptop that belonged to Hunter Biden. Now, remember... Twitter had said they reversed their decision and then Jack Dorsey even came out and said it was a mistake. But that's garbage because all the people who had been punished still have a mark on their record. Case in point, you know how they had the the Twitter fact checkers and they were telling people you can volunteer to be a fact checker. I was like, OK, I'll do it. And they told me that because I had been suspended before, I was ineligible. Why was I suspended? Because I had shared a post that I had written about the tech aspect of the Hunter Biden suppression, the New York Post suppression story. That alone was apparently enough to get me some kind of BS suspension. So they never, ever actually restored the they, they never actually restored the full privileges to the accounts that had been punished for sharing a completely true story that they were acting as government agents to suppress. So I don't believe them when I didn't believe Dorsey when he said it was a mistake and they reversed. They didn't reverse jack crap. They didn't reverse anything. And so then it brings us to this question 
that we just this question and answer that we just played with Jim Jordan and Jim Baker. Because he can't answer a single thing of it, apparently. He had said that he was not aware. And this is according to and again, this comes from Politico. And this statement where he says he was not aware and did not engage in any conspiracy. He said to do anything unlawful when I was at Twitter, etc. He said he understands that the committee is interested in the Hunter Biden laptop and Twitter files related to that. And then this is the kicker. He says, indeed, documents that Twitter has disclosed publicly reflect that I urged caution with respect to the matter and noted, and this is again from Jim Baker about the Hunter Biden laptop thing, and noted that we needed more information to fully assess what was going on and to decide what to do. Hardly a surprising piece of advice from a corporate lawyer. He says, moreover, I am aware of no unlawful collusion with or any direction from any government agency or political campaign as to how Twitter should have handled the laptop situation. That's his full statement. Uh, well, you know, I investigated myself and I found nothing wrong. That's ultimately what that just is. He he didn't. Here's the thing with Baker. And this has been noted by the Twitter files that have been out there. He actually said that this was that, that it was a complete fabrication. That was his direct quote. And in all of the the discourse, like there's one email that's part of the Twitter files. Uh, Jim Baker, New York Post article, he says, quote, one additional comment. I've seen some reliable cybersecurity folks question the authenticity of the emails in another way, i.e. there's no metadata pertaining to them that has been released in the formatting. It looks like they could be complete fabrications. This is October 14th, 2020. He was the one who was arguing amongst, you know, he was like one of the most, one of the loudest people arguing about this and saying that this the way that he he was not this oh i just urged caution he was pushing for suppression and relying upon his experience with the fbi to push suppression it's asinine he doesn't get away from this and there's there's a whole there's some variant and i'm sure there's going to be even more there's going to be even more things that come out from all of this and then this is what AC, AOC had to say about it. Audio sound by 26. Listen to this. She's mad that they even have to talk about it. Listen, this is nuts. A whole hearing about a 24-hour hiccup in a right-wing political operation. That is why we are here right now. And it is, it, it's just a, an abuse of public resources, an abuse of public time. We could be talking about health care. We could be talking about bringing down the cost of prescription drugs. We could be talking about abortion rights, civil rights, voting rights. But instead, we're talking about Hunter Biden's half-fake laptop story. Half-fake? Half fake? Which half? Yeah, which half is fake? The half that isn't or the half that isn't? <laughs> Fractions are hard. Oh, man. Which, which is it? I mean, it's they, the FBI confirmed it was real. He admitted that it was his. So there's no half fake about it. We can be talking about abortion. Girl, all we do is talk about I'm a abortion. I mean, I get that you don't care about national security and that you're completely fine with the, uh, oh, I love using phrases that they love, the white male Democrat privilege of Hunter Biden to be able to commit all of these 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 offenses and just meet no accountability at all whatsoever and to have your president sell at national security so that he can make billions off of China. I get it. But we're all a little interested in this. 
Caltech Innovation is back-to-back. You've heard me talk about Caltech's P50 pistol. Now here comes the new 9mm P15 carry pistol. Quality engineered, the 9mm P15 carry pistol is the lightest, thinnest of its kind in Caltech's first striker fire handgun. And as another first, the P15s feature a totally unique patent-pending 15-round extended magazine. Now other features include ambidextrous grip, safety, reversible mag release, and the hybrid fiber optic night sights with fully adjustable rear. That all comes standard. It's from Keltec, inventors of subcompact polymer and now metal handguns. The P15's gator grip texture on the polymer version increases stability and makes for easy, accurate handling, while the all-metal version offers comfortable but positive traction and a really beautiful wood grip panel. The P15 is the dependable firepower you need to secure your world. See the new 9mm P15 first, up close and personal at KeltecWeapons.com. That's K-E-L-T-E-C Weapons.com. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. This is a weird story. It came from NBC, and it says Colgate Palmolive. So that's like the the hand, so, the dish soap people, right? Uh, they've recalled 4.9 million units of Fabuloso multipurpose cleaner, citing a risk of exposure to bacteria. So Fabuloso, multi-purpose cleaner, and they said it's exposure to bacteria. Wait, wait, it's a... I'm curious, because it's like a dish soap thing, right? They said five different scented versions are affected and that it was related to a manufacturing issue in which a preservative wasn't added. See, that's wild. You preservative to your dish soap to keep the bacteria from growing? Okay, all right. I think I guess I've seen it all then. I just, I thought I've never, I don't know. Uh, Taking sleeping pills increases your risk of dementia, especially if you're white. I don't know. That's just what the thing says. It's uh, University of California, San Fran, so maybe they only studied white people. I don't know. They said that um, sleeping medications, all of them, and antidepressants, all of them, can increase the risk of developing dementia, particularly amongst you white people. All the white people. So can the taffy. Yeah. So that's, I mean, melatonin works. Do people just really actually have to take, I mean, obviously too much anything's bad, but man, just take a pop of melatonin and take some magnesium, right? Just like, don't be messing with that stuff. Good grief. Uh, The uh, Indiana Senate passes a bill to legalize throwing stars. Now, Kane, you mocked this because you said priorities, but I mean, yeah, why wouldn't it be legal? It's not legal. I I mean, to not, you can't like. Some I love this. This this is hysterical because Linda Rogers, she's one of the lawmakers backing the proposal. She goes, hey, look, if we can throw axes, we can certainly throw throwing stars. Yeah. Uh, I like her reasoning. Well reasoned, lawmaker. Well done. Yeah, they it's it's I did not realize that that was like a hotly contested thing, like what you could and couldn't throw. OK, uh, let's see. Also, uh, hot tubs just confirms what I thought that they're gross. Uh, especially public ones, because you are getting in, according to a new study, uh, all it's basically bacteria, feces, urine, and fungi. Fungi, sorry. That's disgusting. They're just giant people soup. That's all it is. It's people soup. It's gross. Stay with us. And then you have the media, who was all, all over it. Audio somebody 17, Wolf Blitzer, who, I don't know what he watched, but clearly we did not watch the same thing. Listen. 
You know, Caitlin, uh, I've heard uh, President Biden, going back to his 36 years in the U.S. Senate, deliver a lot of speeches over the years. I've covered him for many, many years. I've gotten to know him a bit. Uh, I think this was the best speech I have ever heard him deliver. Really? He was passionate. It was extremely well written. The he same speech? Did we hear the same speech? Audio soundbite nine, which did we also have video. It's a montage of some of the best moments. Is this what, is this what Wolf was talking about? Watch. Listen. That he fulfilled my that constitutional obligation before it could be report. verified. In federal infrastructure so projects, it, the economic upheaval of the past four decades. Health insurers now than ever in history came together to pass one in a, gen, one in a generation, once in a generation infrastructure law. You know, another term is, is Senate Minority Leader. Uh, you know, I think you... Uh, and more than, and not no one administration, but for a long time, he gets to go to the, the game tomorrow, uh, next week. I have to stay home. The United States of America, 13th, the cowboys in the sky. But I'm still, I, I still get asked to fund the projects in those districts with type 1 diabetes and need this insulin to stay alive. This law, so, this law also caps and won't even go into effect until 2025. Electric vehicles and efficient, and efficient, Appliances, energy-efficient appliances. Passed the bipartisan legislation to strengthen, to strengthen antitrust enforcement and, for big, and prevent, I may give my personal conversations, which have been many, with President Xi. Name me a world leader who changed places with Xi Jinping. Name me one. Name me one. We have them greater access to mental health care at their schools. Proven programs that recruits veterans. Hope over fear. Unity over stability over... What? Best, one of the best written speeches, says Wolf Blitzer. One of the best. Wow. Squinting. Grandpa Simpson yelling. Yo. What's funny is Wolf Blitzer actually said the best that he's ever delivered. The best speech that Biden's ever delivered. That clearly proves... He doesn't even know Chuck Schumer's the Senate majority, majority leader. Right. That, And then I don't know what he was talking about. Kevin McCarthy just... He was kind of funny. He just sort of slumped over there and had his RBF on. And Kamala Harris needs to stop doing monochromatic everything. And please do not wear a pleated neck and then like necklaces over it. Wear an earring. You can't have a busy neckline and then layer it with a gigantic Atabee necklace. Wear a big earring. I get really like wild about it. I just can't. And then, and then there's more. There's... I, like I said, I just thought that was just one of the worst. It was just awkward. He leaned on the podium. And having watched him for over an hour straight, and I was sitting right there on his left side, He there at times he would lean over and hunch. He just is not well. And then he said stuff like this. Audio somebody 10. Listen to this. This was about coronavirus and how it's responsible for everything and his policies aren't. It matters. It matters. Look. COVID left its scars, like the spike in violent crime in 2020, the first year of the pandemic. We have an obligation to make sure all people are safe. Public safety depends on public trust, as all of us know. But too often that trust is violated. It's, you know, the crime is because of the COVID. It made people commit the crimes. And also uh, violated trust, uh, if you look at the latest polls. The COVID did. The country does not trust the government. Well, the COVID did that. Is that what happened? It's the COVID. Oh. Name me one who would trade. COVID. 
You know who else I saw there before we get going to break? You know who else? Well, obviously. John Fetterman. He had no idea what the hell he's doing. He had no clue. He stood up, sat down, and then he'd kind of stand up, sort of, and then he'd sit back down, and then he just didn't know what to do. He was behind Bernie, who had the, he was the only person on the floor with the mask. There was, uh, last night I sent this video to Juan because when Biden was talking about serious illnesses, the, the camera flipped right over to Fetterman. Oh. Like, it was crazy. So, Juan, go ahead and play this for the Ooh. audience. What in God's names happens? If, it's, if your spouse gets cancer or your child gets and deadly ill or something happens to you. Just stand, just sitting there. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. Miami, Florida woman telling, tell, selling sand that Tom Brady was sitting on. What? Yeah. When he, he was sitting on it when he retired, and one Miami, Florida woman is looking to capitalize. He shot this, remember he shot this retirement video. He's on Surfside Beach in Miami. It's near his house. It was posted everywhere. Uh, but anyway, this woman uh, who is on social media found the spot where he made his retirement video, and she's seen scooping the sand into a bag, and it's the same bag that she's trying to sell on eBay, and the high bid as of like the what I guess Saturday morning was ninety nine thousand nine hundred dollars. Really? I'm not even kidding. With I'm not even joking. What? what do you? It's a bag of sand. What do you do with it? It's a bag of sand that somebody sat on. Are you kidding me? What do you think you're gonna? What do you th- she think she's gonna get off of that? Sand. I can't. It's it's Tom Brady's butt sand is what it is. That's literally I think what it's. That's so that's so bad. I don't know. There's Miami landlord doubles rent and a tenant threatens to burn the house down so that nobody gets anything. Uh, that's a real estate investor in Miami. He inf- this guy posted, informed a tenant. He posted this video. He informed a tenant that her rent's going up. Uh, and, uh, I mean, she was paying like hardly nothing. Apparently Florida rents have been skyrocketing and she apparently did not want to pay it. They were fighting over it. And he ended up saying, well, then I'll just burn the house down and nobody will get anything. How about that? You happy with that? It's true. See, here's the thing with the CDC moratorium that people had passed. That or, or that did not pass, but that the uh, uh, that the president was trying to make law without actually making law. What about the people who own the property? They still have property taxes. They still have insurance. They have all kinds of stuff that they their mortgage. They have all kinds of stuff that they have to pay. So that that's all just that's so ridiculous. You're not you're you're. It's like a free ride on someone else's hard work. A Seminole man, Florida man, stole forty five liquor bottles worth uh, one thousand. $200 from Winn-Dixie, say Pinellas County Police. They arrested 51-year-old John Bylock for an alleged theft that occurred on October 15th. He purchased two cases of beer, and then he also got a cart carrying dozens upon dozens of liquor bottles. And then he apparently purchased the two cases of beer, but then came back to grab the cart, holding, he just like, he, he put it in the cart and act like he bought all of it. So he had 12 Crown Royal, Actually, no, I'm sorry, 24 Crown Royal. Uh, then he had a 6 Crown Royal Apple. Dark Horse Chardonnay, Pinot Grigio, and uh, Rickoloff Deluxe Vodka. Six of those. That's crazy. And the total was $1,282. So he's he's bonded out. But why would you, I mean, you're going to get caught. It's a cart full of liquor. It's a cart full of liquor. Uh, I think we're almost out of time, are we? Because I want to make sure we're getting our cues here. Okay, so... Also, a couple of other things here. 
and some of these I can't I can't at all mention. Uh, they're just bad. A couple of other things here. Uh, this woman, Florida woman, said she was going to cook and eat her neighbor. Uh, she stabbed him with an ice pick and then dismembered him. And this is Deltona, Florida. They handle a lot of missing persons cases, but there was a search for a 36-year-old named James Schaefer. And it apparently is now made this Floribama murder series. But they questioned this Florida woman uh, who had met him and didn't like him. And then she was going to kill him and dismember him and eat him up. See, women can. Yeah, I'm telling you. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.